Dalati Swapadantikam Si Krishna Chaitanya Prabhonichananda Si Advaita Gadadar Si Vasadi Gora Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So today we can talk about uh, the influence of time. Um, um, since everyone is, is experiencing the influence of time. And, and for me, the, uh, um, one of the topics that I'm always, or one element that I'm always looking at is hope. Right, is hope in spiritual life, hope that we can be successful. So time is giving us this, uh, is on our side. That is the wonderful thing. Um, in material life, time is the big enemy because in material life, time is the destroyer. In material life, Time is the ultimate power, and nothing, nothing escapes the all-destroying influence of time. But in spiritual life, uh, time works completely in our favor, because through time, we automatically build up spiritual advancement. Uh, just by our connection with the Sankirtan movement, are we... Are we getting purified? Mm. Every moment, every moment of devotional service, every time we do anything for Krishna, every time we even think of Krishna or favorably anything related to Krishna, huh? even if it comes to us thinking unfavorable, <laughs> but that's not recommended. It said, Anukul yena Krishna nu. One should think in a favorable way of Krishna. So, therefore, um, on the one hand, Krishna consciousness, um, in Krishna consciousness, there is what we are doing. And on the other hand, there is what is happening. And what is happening is that. In Krishna's movement, Krishna is present in so many ways. And somehow or other, we are connecting. We are connecting and we are getting purification. And so, it is the time that works in our favor. At time, the Anartha Nivriti is, is carrying on um, just by... Um, by associating with Lord Chaitanya and Lord Chaitanya's movement. 
And like this, um, uh, I have great faith. Uh, <coughs> sorry. I have great faith that Krishna consciousness uh, will prevail, that it will be successful in the life of the devotees. Um, there's no need to be in anxiety. Um, how much advancement are we making? Um, even when we look at people who are struggling, who are, uh, have not apparently gone so deep, in their spiritual life, who seem to be maintaining material attachments and, and are practicing devotional service. Yes, but material attachments, um, they can fall away very quickly at the end um, because still faith in Krishna is there. And maybe one has been hesitant to jump and to, and to just completely take shelter of Krishna. But because a whole life has been spent, somehow or other, in the service of Krishna, that faith has matured, even if we also had some faith in, uh, in Sanskritification. And even if we also, uh, somehow or other, were hanging on, uh, hanging on to, uh, you know, to uh, devotional, uh, to, to uh, some sense gratification. Uh, and the attachment was there. But then, <laughs> as, as we are approaching death, then, yeah, then one can still make that final step and say, all right, let go. Let go of all these material things now. What is the point? Krishna, I take shelter of you. I am yours. Of course, better, better now, uh, better now in uh, not play so much uh, with the material energy and try and squeeze some enjoyment out of this and out of that. Better now. Um, better now, really, put Krishna in the forefront of our life, so that at the end of life, we are already prepared. Yes, Krishna, I'm yours, as you wish, Krishna. I have nothing, I have nothing else than you. Um, nothing in this world is meaningful to me other than you, um, Everything is your external energy. And native Bhumira Pounalo Vayu, Kamana Buddha Eva Cha, Ankra Itiyame Bina Prakitiya Earth, Water, Fire, Air, Eater, Mind, Intelligence, and False Ego. These are the eight separated energies by which the material energy works. Yes, these eight separated energies. And we can associate with these material energies and we can try to uh, manipulate them, control them, 
and and make uh, make arrangements for our enjoyment and make arrangements to avoid suffering and to an extent um, to an extent we 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 will try to avoid suffering also in spiritual life but then comes the inevitable antakala the end of time when our allotted quota of time is 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 over then at the end of time yes then okay krishna uh, krishna please i have nothing but you krishna please please take me uh, please take me and uh, and give me your shelter um, that is all i ever desire so so why not pray this now um, that is the whole idea uh, in varna ashram uh, the idea is to um, go through the motions of life relatively early um, the western culture puts everything late in life we discussed it maybe already how say well you're young so it's the time to enjoy so extend youth yeah? and when your youth is is used up to play and to you know enjoy and experience and experiment a little bit with different kinds of enjoyment then after that you're getting a little older a little bit more mature and then then you may get married then you may get responsible then you may get children and then by the time you're done with your family life you're old uh, whereas in the varnashram culture marry early and then you're finished early and then at 50 as you're getting older you're not old but as you're getting older you're ready at 50. Um, then we can, uh, and then there's still uh, at least a 25 years, 20, 25 years of life expectancy on an average. So one still has a, has a substantial amount of time to fully focus on spiritual life. Hmm. So time, uh, so how to use time? Um, So the Varna Ashram culture is designed to, uh, to kind of die before we die, in the sense to, um, to renounce at the end of life. And this renunciation is to cut all our attachments to material things earlier, um, so that by the time we come to... Uh, uh, to really to the end of our life, that we are, uh, are already focused on Krishna and there's nothing else. Yeah, that will be very, very nice. Mm. So that's an element of time. Um, yeah, with, with time, our nature also, uh, also, also changes. Um, we don't in in youth we have unlimited energy and 
um, as in, in old age, that energy is gradually decreasing uh, to a point where one becomes uh, vulnerable and one becomes, uh, one loses one's strength, one loses one's, uh, all the things one could rely on. Uh, when you're young, if there's a problem, yeah, no problem, you know. I mean, I'll somehow or other work my way out of it. Right? No problem. I don't have to worry. Um, I'm not so relying on so much security because I have my energy, you know. I can do something, yeah. And, yeah, that's how sometimes devotees would go or not devotees, sorry, uh, young people would travel and would go and would pick some fruits somewhere uh, for a while and make enough money and then keep on traveling. And in this way, um, in the days of yonder, many young people somehow or other managed to, uh, to travel. Yes, when we're young, whatever the situation is, we can solve it with our energy. When we're older, um, we need a lot more strategy because one becomes more vulnerable. And therefore, older people start to think more from, well, yeah, but uh, where am I going to stay? What is it, uh, what is it like? Uh, how are things arranged? Uh, just like, uh, and so on. It becomes more important. Of course, some, they live their whole life like that. <laughs> yeah. um, start arranging things from the cradle. And, uh, but the point is, is taken, that the natural dynamics are there. So when the topic of time is being discussed, um, one thing I like is the psychological effect of time. Um, and the psychological effect of time is that we automatically realize we need to become more serious uh, as old age has been reached, because then how much time is left? Everyone is always thinking, how much time is left? When we're young, a whole life ahead of me. When we're old, uh, most of my life behind me and just a little, uh, yeah, maybe a final portion left. And in this final portion, what will be done? What will be achieved? Um, that is on our mind. Hmm. So the uh, um, psychological effect of time. Mm. That time itself uh, creates more, more urgency um, to uh, complete whatever we, whatever we desire to complete in life. Uh, so older people want to complete things, yes, before they leave this world put some things in place. There's this. Uh, this. So in Krishna consciousness, um, 
that is very good in material life it just means like deepening one's attachment but in spiritual life that is very good in Srimad Bhagavatam we see uh, in the pastime of Dhruva Maharaj we see how to when Dhruva is grown up and Dhruva is the king then one day his brother Uttama is is traveling to the north and he is killed by some yaksha right so then Dhruva goes there and he just declares war on the yakshas which you know you've touched someone from the royal family of our country then you know you will find out what that means right you cannot in any way dare you know to challenge our state and Dhruva just begins to kill the yakshas in in a, in a serious way i mean so bad that at one point Dhruva has resolved to himself that he'll kill all the yakshas then Swayambhuvamanu and Kuvira appear and they're both elders and as elders they are very aloof they're not part of the everyday affairs they are uh, absorbed absorbed in worship of the lord and but now they've come they've come out of their bhajan of their worship and out of that state of aloofness they are uh, they are advising Dhruva and, and and explaining to him that it's not right to try and kill every yaksha that he had a duty as a king to retaliate and to show that the uh, the country um, or any representative thereof and a representative of the royal family may not be attacked uh, without any retaliation so he said but beyond that uh, was not appropriate mm. so Dhruva calmed down and listened to the elders um, so the role of the elders is coming out there in the Bhagavad Gita the role of the elders is also described um, the elders who uh, who are keeping the youth on the on the path of the long-term vision instead of the youth is inclined to the short term the youth is 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 inclined to give in to hey i'm young i'm beautiful i've got everything i want now let's just enjoy and the uh, and the elders say yeah but this is just what you will enjoy fleeting pleasures uh, which will run like water uh, through your hands you cannot hold it uh, you cannot in any possible way hold these moments of pleasure and therefore is it worth it 
and you develop attachment to such sensual pleasures, but you will, uh, you will suffer because you will not be able to keep them. And you will get more and more eager to try and enjoy such pleasures again and again. Uh, and they slip from your hands again and again, and gradually you lose your, uh, your strength. Um, yeah. This brings in my uh, Russian clown story. Um, on, a, on a Sunday program, they had a Russian clown, and this Russian clown was really good. He could spin balls on his toes, he could still balls on his fingers, and he could even stick one, have, have one ball with a stick spinning on his nose. And uh, it was impressive, but what it had to do with Krishna consciousness, I tried to connect it. And what I saw was there, I saw the stream of opportunity. And I saw a young man going to that stream of opportunity and take one, three, five opportunities and spin them around and, and play with them all at the same time and just relishing, um, even spinning one on a stick on his nose. And then time moved along and youth passed and he became more purposeful with age and he saw the opportunities and he didn't just play with them. He went, he went after them, the good ones. There's a good one. Got it. Mm, there's another one coming. Got it. And grab all the good opportunities. But then time moves along. And the pace of the flow of opportunity is not slowing down. And as time is slowing down a person, it becomes more and more difficult to catch all the opportunities. So sometimes you miss one. You go like, ah, well, it wasn't that good anyway. Sour grape philosophy. Uh, and then in the end, two old people were sitting on a bench and one said to the other, oh, look, look at that. That's a good one. And, and the opportunities would just pass them by just looking at good opportunities, but not being able to avail of them. So in this way, with this image of the stream of opportunities I have painted uh, with the, uh, how the influence of time works. Um, so the psychology of time, which creates elders who are more aloof, who are uh, not just sitting on the bench, but who are actually uh, turning their back to material opportunities and just focus on Krishna. Mm. That is, is an old model. Of course, when we are looking at opportunities to preach Krishna consciousness, then it is a little different. Then we become, then the opportunities increase with time. Maybe not the number, but we get bigger opportunities. Um, the size of the opportunities is increasing over time. Uh, whereas a younger person may run around and do a million things for Krishna. Um, 
as with time, we run around less, but we do bigger things for Krishna. We take more responsibility for Krishna. And in this way, our responsibility for Krishna is growing and growing and growing. And somehow or other, we are... Uh, we are uh, looking at, uh, at how to take advantage of these opportunities uh, for Krishna. Mm. Yeah. So this is what we want to see. Uh, this is what we want to do. We want to, uh, to uh, go forward and do more for Krishna. When Srila Prabhupada took Vanaprast, he did not go to the forest. Um, first, he went to, to Jansi. Um, he even did not go to Vrindavan. He went to Jansi to try and preach. And he started the League of Devotees and he started to preach. But the wife of the governor wanted the same property that Prabhupada had and ultimately because of that, he, uh, he didn't get it. Mm. And then he uh, focused on, on writing books in Vrindavan. Uh, the Swami was always typing. Uh, what was this Swami? Instead of fingering beats, he was just typing. Uh, he, was, uh, he was there producing his books. So this is the, uh, yeah, this is very, uh, uh, this is Prabhupada's model uh, of, of at the end of life, taking, uh, taking on a bigger mission. Yes, at the end of life, uh, one is, as time progresses in spiritual life, we become more and more um, filled with transcendental knowledge, transcendental experience. And so one becomes filled with spiritual wealth and one is able to, um, one is able to, uh, to, um, yeah, to do many things in the service of Krishna. Um, and uh, one is able to generate more faith in the hearts of other people. Because this is what uh, preaching Krishna consciousness, spreading Krishna consciousness is about, um, is to create faith. Yes. We want to Yes, we want to change the world. Um, what is the use of a godless world? Um, a godless world is, is a world which is simply, um, simply increasing the suffering um, of all the living beings. So therefore, we're not in favor of a godless world. We want a world with the Supreme Lord in the center. Mm. And, and although we understand that our different 
that there are different faiths in the world. Uh, we don't want to uh, condemn. Yeah, we don't want to condemn uh, the uh, the different communities. Oh, oh, the time has passed now. Uh, let me just turn on the phone. Mm -hmm. All right. I thank you very much. I have to. Uh, uh, my the time has passed, <laughs> and that is the nature of time. That after everything goes on, uh, then we are not finished, and yet the end has come. And so it happens in the lecture. I have to move on because I have an appointment now. So I thank you. Um, we have again a kirtan coming up in the holy name. Uh, so I'm looking forward uh, to uh, to meet you there. Mm. All right, Hare Krishna. That will be streamed on Iskon Desire Tree. Mm. Hare Krishna. At uh, three thirty PM Central European time for one hour. <clears throat>